Hello, guys. We are so excited today because we have one of our blackest podcasts ever. We got Mixing with Moni in the mix, and we have the Bravo Breakdown, a.k.a. Sasha, here with us on Zoom on this good Saturday. And we couldn't be happier to have you guys. How are you guys? Hi, we're so good. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Yes, I am ready, honey. I am so excited to end this year. As black as ever, because that's yes. all we can be. Yes. I'm talking Bravo on Bravo while black. Yes. We're so happy to have you. I feel like this is our cookout. Right? For the culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, other, yeah. no better place to be. That's just how it is. That's exactly yes. how it is. Because we can just cook out. Everywhere we go, mm-hmm. we just see our people and we nod, you know? Yes. You know, like universal <laughs> nod. You always just nod at somebody. You don't uh-huh. know. It makes you yep. feel good, though. Like, it makes you feel safe. Like, like I people. see you. We see We see each other. You know? We sure do. We absolutely do see each other. Yes. We've had Mani on before, one of our best episodes, so yes, please go yes. back and listen to that, and yeah. also listen to our guest spot on her podcast, Mixing with Mani. Yes, be on that. her Patreon soon, also talking about The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and also, you know, follow the Bravo Breakdown on Instagram. She has mm-hmm. a Patreon, and follow Mixing with Mani on Instagram. Her content is A1. So we are going to get to know Sasha a little better because we have been seeing you and we wanted to talk to you for the longest freaking time. And we're so excited. So Sasha, please just tell us how you, where did your love for Bravo start? It definitely started with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Nene Leakes. I still have a deep love for Nene Leakes, no matter how yeah, right. much exactly. she puts her foot in her. She will always put her foot in her mouth, but I love her for it because she is Nene through and through. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. was what I, what I just, as soon as she came on the screen, I just had never seen anyone like her before. <laughs> like there, were, there were, weren't were a lot of black women on television at the time, period. Mm-hmm. And then the only really reference that I had for black women in reality was, you know, New York. I, probably... Mm-hmm. New York, I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say New York flavor of love. And I love Tiffany too. I love yeah. Tiffany. Um, but I, something about Nene, I was just like, oh my God, she's amazing. She's fucking amazing. So that was yeah. just that's what started that journey into the housewives. And then her and her relationship with Kim Zolciak was so fascinating to me. It was I saw especially the other day, like uh, where were they before the housewives? And mm-hmm. Kim Zolciak was just talking about like how she always wanted to be famous, but it literally wouldn't have happened any other way than yeah. the real housewives so it's just i don't know it's fascinating but so that was kind of my intro into bravo and then um i started the bravo breakdown a lot of, like a lot of us um at the beginning of the quarantine what so month did you start yours because i think okay. we came on the scene kind of like i feel like we did so so I, I i so i say june so i had started kind of playing around with it in april like just like teasing it out but not being consistent you know and then in june i met ono bravo and it was just like mm-hmm. immediate. Then, then you know, you know, oh no, Bravo. And then you meet everyone. I was yeah. like, and I met Moni and just yeah. all of you. Yeah, we, I was like, oh my God, where have you been my whole life? Right. Like my life changed. Like literally once I met Ono Bravo, it was like, I, my phone was like a whole new world. Like I yes. have all these friends in my phone. Um, so June was when I met everyone. And it was right around the time of, you know, the re up of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Um, so it was like interesting to be in a moment of like celebration for your own growth and your own uh, ability con- to connect with your peers but it was sad because we're connecting over something that's so unfortunate oh for our people you know so it was a really interesting time and period in my life and so now being where I'm at right now it's just like it's like the worst year ever but the best year of my life because like I'm sitting here talking to you guys I would have never like you guys are brilliant black people like you guys oh are so God. smart Listen. and so funny and so gifted and so talented and like so just amazing so that was really you. that's Stop really what's talking like, about yourself like that i know i'm sorry you guys really inspire me so much because i can't let me just tell you guys i'm gonna be really candid i do a vision board every year and i've been living in los angeles on and off for 10 years there's not a lot of Los Angeles is a diverse city, but it's very segregated. So like, if you don't live in an area where there's black people, you don't see black people at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So because I live in an artistic area of Hollywood, I never was around black people a lot. And I just remember every year on my vision board, I was like, I want black people around me that are 
a part of the movement that are ahead that are moving for change and like starting something new and being a part of like that new generation that's just so about connecting with one another you know what i mean and so i never it never came in every yard right on my board and this year i'm like the the irony that i'm in my house all day long and i have all these amazing people in my life all these amazing black people in my life that i just love and adore so much so it's just really been a gift but um yeah so the you know the, the breakdown itself um yeah how did that start like it's amazing like it's not just a a recap like I've seen recaps before but yours is like you have like the background you have that lighting right it's like 10 out of 10 values and you like right and then the opinions and then like the different you know your opinions about it and the different like you know you you do a good job of explaining it different ways and trying to relate it to something else so for people who don't understand they can understand you know what's going on so how did that thank you come about um so it came you know at the beginning I was like I knew that I wanted it to be something on camera because I work I'm an actor you guys know I I work in tv and film um and I knew that I wanted it to be on camera so that no matter what happened with it it would still be like of use for me like it like if 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 like I it would at least give me real footage. Like I could literally like use it for an audition. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll, it felt like it was like really productive for me either way. So it made it where the stakes were like a little bit lower, like, fuck it. Like I'll do it. And if it's a waste of time, I have this content, you know? So that was kind of like where I was with the visuals. I'm like, I need to make it visual. Cause you know, with most of my auditions are self tape, they're all videos. So I was like, this is going to be kind of keeping it in the performance lane. And so um, that was really what got me, into the idea of it. And then the, the, as far as the clips that, so bringing the clips, as far as the editing, that was the part that was like, okay, this is going to be the thing that's going to make or break me because the editing, I'm not sure you guys can understand (laughs) that editing will just make you want to just throw the computer across the screen, especially when you're trying to find the clip and you know, it in your mind, you guys know when you're making a meme and you know that the clip you want to find, you're like, you cannot fucking find it, but you can't move on until you find the fucking clip. It's like before this one. No, but she was wearing this. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of what I wanted. Like something where it was like, not so much me explaining the scene, but like showing the visual of it and then just giving a take of it. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of, um, I, because I do a lot of self tapes, I'm used to having it make it really tight and concise. Cause you get like 30 seconds, really like if that, like I've worked in casting as well. Like when someone says an audition and they watch your slate, which is where you just say your name and they will move on from someone based off of how they say their name. Like it's insane. insane. It's, it's really crazy. Like you have 30 seconds to like book a role basically. So I'll say, okay, I want to make it really quick where I get, 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 get to the point of what I'm saying really quickly, because I just think of it in that way. Like that, you know, with casting, it's like, I don't want anyone to move on. I want to try to get as, get as much information out as quickly as I possible, you know, as possible. So that was kind of where uh, the format was like, okay, I want to keep it under 15 minutes, but give the visuals to make up for the lack of it, the length of it. So that's kind of where, I guess, you know, the combination of all those things, like wanted it to be visual, wanted it to be short, and then wanting it to showcase some acting abilities, but right. still be like, you know, authentically me, but you know, you're also, is there's a performance aspect to it? So, um, yeah, so that's what it is. And I just, you know, every, you guys know how the, the Instagram thing ebbs and flows. So some months you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And other months right. you're like, okay, why am I doing this? Like, you know, so, <laughs> but honestly, like I never get to the point of getting in that place of resentment because of you guys, because it's like, okay, it doesn't really fucking matter because these people are strangers. Cause you know, you, you get, you lose followers, you gain followers. People are in your DMS or in your comments, like just right. trolling you. And then I just bring you guys bring me back to what I'm doing it for, which is just like the conversation, the connection with the people community and like that we the made. community. Yeah. It's just it's the, the most amazing thing ever. I think your name is so fitting, the Bravo breakdown for your podcast. Yeah. I want to know, were there any other names that you had in mind once when, when you were creating your podcast? No. <laughs> I, I really I really was the like alliteration the Bravo is really good. Like I literally thank I you. I feel like I just looked it up on Instagram to see if it was available and it was available. And I was shocked that it was available because I thought for sure it would be taken by like Bravo themselves or something, you know, (laughs) and it wasn't taken. So I was like, okay, I'll just go with that because it's like easy. And also like I wanted to put my name in it, but I was like, I felt intimidated just going into a space where like no one knew who I was. I was like, okay, Bravo's on the name. It's like very obvious what you're talking about. And that's another crossroad, which is like with Moni, like she has her name and her brand. So it's like, you know, at what point do you, if you want to branch off and make it like your name is more versus like being so attached to Bravo, then you can do other things. 
So that's kind of, if I were to say next steps, that would be like, okay, brainstorming, like how do you make this more uh, unique to you to where right. they're looking, they're coming to your page for you. Maybe you're talking Bravo, maybe you're talking other things, you know, but you know, it's yeah, tricky. That's what we're going through. It's just like, we branded ourselves as Bravo and like, we love that because there's always something to talk that's about. Right. We are yeah. never lacking yeah. any content. Thank God for that. But then yeah. it's like, you know, we get people who want to know like Kaya and Aaron. Kaya and Aaron. Yeah. I go by both. So, <laughs> so then it's like, mm, where do we put this? You know what I mean? And that's why we made like the Patreon. So we can just, you know, be more of ourselves and then talk about other things. And then we still offer the free content, which is the Bravo content. And like, I'm so yeah. grateful for that and that community and everyone that we met, just like I always say, like our origin stories are kind of the same. We, we popped up around the same time. It was a, a weird thing to kind of navigate because it's like, you want to make jokes and you want to talk about these shows, but then also these protests are happening and our people mm-hmm. are suffering. So it's kind of hard. So we like integrated that into the, you know, the Bravo universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like they've been also doing a good job with including those issues yeah, the shows that they, they especially Atlanta because definitely. I feel like with Atlanta, let's talk Atlanta. With Atlanta, <laughs> when they first came back, it's it was just such a because we've been watching like Southern Charm and like all these OC. I haven't been watching OC, but OC came back like other people and like just you know it's playing out in real life and everything. But when Atlanta came back, just seeing everything through Black women like their perspective. And what, you know, was happening, seeing Portia out there, seeing the video clip of George Floyd in the actual episode, it was just such a different experience. And I think it was so, like, needed. And I think that even though a lot of people say that the first episode of Atlanta was boring, it's not boring because this is literally our reality. This is what was going on. We can't Mm -hmm. just go straight to the drama. We can't go straight to Strippergate. Like, no, these are real issues that we're integrating in the show. And then the second episode is doing, you know, a better you know job of telling the reality story while also giving you everything that the social justice issues with Portia I really love that and also it was a pandemic how much what were they supposed to do the very first episode I mean watch everybody get COVID tested like you're lucky we have any content at all all. in 2020 and they absolutely could have said no right they could have been like, we don't want to film, we don't want to risk it, all of that. For so, safety reasons, insane. Yeah, it's okay. It was a good part. We're, we're, we're doing our best. Soon, Peaches will get cobbled by a long dong stripper. We right. just got to hang in there. And we'll right. see the stripper lick the face shield and everything's <laughs> going to be okay. And I want to know, how exactly. are we feeling about Drew? <laughs> Aaron loves you. Um, I actually just watched the <laughs> game today. So... <laughs> I completely forgot how much I hate her until Latoya said it. Like, what? I'm mad. And I was like, you know what? I still am mad as well. I actually think I am still mad as well. I think I feel upset. And the only reason that, I mean, I hate Ralph. Her husband is trash. But I'm also Insane. like, maybe you shouldn't have slept with Berman. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, that has nothing to do. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're right. We can't but, help it, though. I get it. I get it. Because at that it. time, her character was, like, doing way too much. Why would they do that? Why would they give her her own name? Like, that makes no sense. That, that was my first thought. I'm like, why the fuck is she playing herself? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Let's just give her any name. Her. Any name. Yeah. She's like, I played myself on the game. Why? Yes. I guess she wanted her name to be kind of like memorable. No, well, don't do that. It's not a good move. You <laughs> don't play work. yourself unless well, you're already a celebrity. Way. You need to be she a bigger celebrity. Way. Yeah, she did. Yes, do it right. yes, bigger celebrity. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Latoya? Because I just feel like I already said mm. this, but it's just like I watched her on YouTube. And not to say that YouTubers shouldn't be housewives, but YouTubers shouldn't be housewives. Like it's just. It's, it doesn't go, it doesn't fit. I mean, we don't want to say it, but we said it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, it's <laughs> so like, okay, it. like, I don't, uh, it's too close to home, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's like, I'm good. I'll watch your YouTube. I don't need to watch your yeah. YouTube and watch you on TV. Like, I'm, I got enough of LaToya. I feel like if she's there, we can be there. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, right? I want it to give me high hopes. <laughs> it need, it's like, yeah, exactly. Wait. It needs to feel like it's out of reach. They're over there. Right. They're doing their thing. Not like, oh, this bitch is doing the same shit I'm doing. <laughs> because at and least Drew's TV. an actress. You know right. what I mean? Like, what is going on? I just feel and like she's thirsty as hell. Debut Toya. episode. Even with the ass shaking, I was just like, okay. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't really like Latoya. Mm. I just feel like she was being like a bully for no reason. Like yeah. how she was just coming after Drew. Like, and I get it. She was, you know, I don't like you because of the game, but how she was saying she looked like she had a pet on her head. It's just like, damn. And <laughs> she's trying to be all up Kenya's ass, which is but, like, oh, good, yeah. you know, the weird like, thing is like Kenya is actually liking it too. And Kenya never likes, likes new it. girls. It's weird. I know. And maybe it's like, okay, good for Kenya. You know, maybe she needs a little buddy. <laughs> yeah. I love the little side conversation. With she's, she's lonely. She's, she's lonely, lonely. but I was gonna say she needs, a little, get it. she needs a little buddy. Because Cynthia, the thing about Cynthia, Cynthia does flip flop a lot, so she couldn't really depend on just Cynthia. That's true. Yeah, well, Kenya was coming for Cynthia's wine cellar. Um, I would, yeah, I would never get over that. So like, I guess Cynthia was like, "Fuck that, enough." <laughs> but Cynthia's a flip flopper, like in general. I feel yeah. she is. She's very. She's weak. not. She's very. Um, well, how do I put this correctly? Okay, I don't. She's just, like, not good (laughs) at friendship. She kind of just drops the ball. Overall, she's like a beta. I feel like she's kind of like Sheena. You know, a friend to everyone is a friend to no one, I feel. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. love Sheena. Sheena reminds me a lot of myself. (laughs) We're both Tauruses, too, so we have that energy. I do love yeah, Sheena, and like cute. I feel I like Sheena. she's underrated. But then I also, because I'm a Capricorn, I'm very like loyal, and it's like sometimes you have to pick a side, pick a side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that because Tauruses tend to not do that. Mm-hmm. We, we see like, everything. We, don't care. we cool. Yeah, yeah, we see everything yeah. very like logistically mm-hmm. and not emotionally. So mm-hmm. when people have emotions, like, so do you want me to fix this or do you not? Like, <laughs> stop crying. <laughs> and I can't like. It's never a loyalty thing for me. It's like I could hurt over a friendship, but at any point in time, you can go. Right, right. <laughs> so have you guys- I feel like I'm like half and half. I'm a Capricorn, but I can relate to what both of y'all are saying. Yes. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> like Earth signs. I'm a Leo over here. So. Oh, he's the only fire oh, sign. Okay. It's like yes. Earth King and the fire sign. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been watching Southern Charm? I have. I just watched the most recent one this morning. Money. It's on my binge list. Everyone uh-huh. told me I'm not missing anything right you're now. Not, you're not, like, not at all. You're not. Okay, great. You're not. So it's very like, you can just no. Binge it's it. not good. I literally. It's my show that I watch when I like might fall asleep. Like I'm already in the bed. You know, I have oh, my iPad. Wow. That's where. That's it's that show. It's a sleep show. I just oh, think no, that it's, yeah, show. it is. And then you wake like up and you're like kind of confused. You're like, wait, have I seen that scene? But then you don't care. You just yeah, go ahead and like finish it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> that. Just keep it, keep it going. Keep it it's pushing. one of those. Yeah. I'm happy the, Shep got a girlfriend. That's yeah, lovely. I watched the most recent episode and it's just weird to see that Shep is kind of the fucking hero. And it's, it's like crazy. weird to see like in mm. real life too that he's, mm-hmm. the, he's yes. the richest of them all. Uh-huh. Old money. And uh-huh. he's not a Trump supporter. He's not a Republican, and he's dragging the girls. But then on the show, and he's, he's like the on one the who, side of right a lot. Like yeah. he tends to be on the side of right. And the thing is, on the show, it's like he was the only one who was taking Corona seriously. Like his girlfriend got mad that <laughs> that, that, that she that, wouldn't that, get he wouldn't get Corona with her. Basically, right? She, she basically wanted to quarantine with him and give him COVID. Yeah, and she like, just go through it with me. And like, he's like, uh, no. And then he what? went to therapy, and his therapist told him that he was wrong for that. It's like, like no, you did the right thing. You need to fire your therapist. The right thing. Yeah, it was insane. And then I'm so glad that Madison Curtis Austin's ass out i was just living yeah she, need, but she needs to stop going back and forth with him i'm over it well he says never are they getting back together honey. yeah and he didn't I just say it. it he sang it oh my god this is with his my god. him and kristen cavalieri can both go like, they really can yeah, and honestly like danny unwell. can go because bitch why are you so bothered by by Catherine? Literally. Like, because you know, want her as a friend so bad didn't she is have like an, uh, some kind of like stockholm syndrome like yeah, she really that's wants she, the that's girls exactly to love what she her has. that don't love her, and I'm like, Danny has always been kind it. of like a doormat. She's like a wet puppy. Like, oh, please love me, love me. It's oh no, girl. And then Catherine is just like, um, I don't know. Like, I did mess. Catherine's not a good friend to anybody. We yeah, know she's like, never been a good been friend. Though. Oh, yeah. so from day one, day one. So what makes you special, Dan's? <laughs> I mean, I did like my normal prejudgments of everybody's outfits because Bravo did this weird thing where it was behind like a paywall to see all their reunion outfits early. You had to like sign up for Peacock. And I was like, I just saved y'all a bunch of clicks. Here they are. And I gave my judgments on each one. And for Danny's, I just wrote Danny. 
Yeah, it was very <laughs> right. It was that's, that's the only thing that needs to be said. It's just a picture of Danny. There she is. Danny. And then we have Catherine in a blonde wig, which I'm like, that was okay. first of all, people like, did Catherine get work done on her body? And I was like, so I went that far. She's always had a banging yeah. body. The problem was she did not have a banging face, and it seems like she may have bought one. And it's like good for you. Well, the thing yes. is, I know so she awesome. definitely got her boobs done, and then she yes, got a lot she of did lip boobs in, She got a lot of lip injections and stuff like that. Yes, so Honestly, now, a lot of face things. Catherine yeah, would be like prob- so much cuter if she laid off the spray tan, the self tanner. If she laid off that, because her, her hands always look fucking dirty. <laughs> and I'm like, it's better that she's stop. blonde. She's better blonde because you're right, Sasha. With the red hair, the spray tan used to really it's pop out. Horrible. And she would look so dirty and it would look, look like it would go against each other. Like it's horrible. Hues she needs to the stop the spray the tan red. and she needs she needs to either be blonde with spray tan or no spray tan and a red hair. Like just yes. be a pale redhead. Yes. That makes sense. Like I've never seen a tan mm-hmm. bitch with red hair. That doesn't really exist. Because it kind of like goes <laughs> against the grain. Because you usually associate people who have red hair, like with more like freckles and things like yeah, that. More exactly. Skins, exactly. And it works for them. Mm-hmm. But then you add a lot of gold glow on it. And I don't know if that the bronzer, works. it's not cute now. Oh, no. Shout out to all the redhead girls. She wasn't doing y'all justice. I'm sorry. No, she was but Catherine, honestly. All the redheads look about there, yeah. I remember from day one, I remember thinking that, like, first of all, why are you dyeing your hair red? You're already a redhead. She would dye it, like, different shades of red. like wants it, like, to be deep red. Right, she wants it, like, an intense, just be your natural shade of red. I don't know. There aren't a lot of redheads on the planet. She was giving the girls Little Mermaid. She wanted Little Mermaid. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't giving that, though. It was not. No, it was not. Failed. Yeah, but in conclusion, you're not missing shit on Southern Charm, so we can move on to a real housewives of Southern I would like for it to get canceled, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, think it, I think that, it will. I'm going to say that every I time I will. get a chance. Like, it needs I think it will. Go. I think it actually might. They were holding on. This was the f- So what y'all are seeing right now was their third attempt. So mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. tried filming three times and shut it down twice, and neither had to do with Corona. So, wow, this wasn't working. The storyline wasn't working, and now the storylines weren't working. And then Catherine and Thomas, Catherine and Thomas are literally at it again, and it's getting dark again because he's saying that she's like using drugs around the kids, and he's trying to get the kids back, and he's saying that she had eleven dollars in her account, and mm-hmm. that. The, the oldest child had fetal alcohol syndrome oh, and that God. she's not, yeah, and she's not um, doing the schoolwork because he gets extra schoolwork that he needs to complete at home to, you know, get on level with the other kids and Catherine mm-hmm. isn't doing the schoolwork with him. And I'm like, this is just getting a little hmm. bit too dark. Like, that's a lot. Cases. I hate when they attack the parents and the mothering and I, that's just, I feel like that's just not our place. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like, I don't even know how you are as yeah. a parent. Y'all need, I, that's not and my place to judge. News, I pushed like nobody out, and I did not choose to take care of any babies, so I can't speak to motherhood. So I don't really want to say that, but also, Thomas, you are one to talk. Literally. Okay. Just saying. Okay. It's Seriously. just like both of them just needs to stop. Like, that's it. Yeah. And he needs to stop mm. procreating, recreating, whatever the fuck he's doing. Put it in your pants. Put it in yes. those tidy whiteies you had on, child. Yes. So. Yes. yes, please. And you know Anywhere who else needs else. to stop? You know who else needs to stop? Jen. She needs Ooh. to sit down. Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw. Did you see Ooh. the Watch What Happens live? She Everyone was a like, hot so mess. Cringy. It was chaotic and cringy. I did I not enjoy it. it. I was like, what is, whenever she would answer a question, she would be like, um, uh. She <laughs> did. She did. Oh, 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 oh. Let me get my microphone. Ten. Oh, I was Jen like, girl, you need to take a Xanax. Listen, she's brilliant. Calm down. It was too much. It was too much. You can tell that she's playing it up and she's trying hard and it, it either you either love she's it or it comes off as life. cringy. Mm. And a lot of it's people cringy. are saying, you know, the show it has its cringy moments, but that watch what happens live episode, they're saying that Ooh. that show was really cringy. It was rough. Yeah. Like uncomfortable. I was watching it like this. I was like, oh my God. And it was all over Damn. Andy's face. It was bad. It was awkward. She did Andy actually said like she did good the last when it was the whole cast that worked with the whole cast because it was like the whole cast yeah. was the first but time but I guess she's by herself child no, she, she is on one yeah 
But you everybody know what it is. that everybody that gets asked about Jen say that that's how she actually is in real life. Yeah, that's just how. I mean, she could have been preparing for this mama her whole life. That's very possible. Some people are ready for it. There are plenty of girls Listen, who have been wanting to be housewives. That has been their goal. I can think of a few off the top of my head. And she is going full formula. And I think she does, especially on the show, she does what she thinks works for her. <laughs> I mean, she's the, the roller skating with a hula hoop, with a tiara. It's that. like, that was a moment. But and you then have the, the bathing suit, the bikini, and her tits. And then you're like, going to oh my God, her down. tits. <laughs> and you want to know something? This is a hot take. Jen thinks that she was always meant to be the star of the show. There's rumors that that is because the, fir- the previous production company, they were going to center her as the queen bee. That was the point. And they weren't even mm-hmm. going to have Mary be full time. And then Shed Media came in and was like, oh no. Mary's life needs to be full time. That needs Mary's, to be on camera. Like, she doesn't and have to do why anything. Jen can't stand us. Nothing. Mary doesn't she have to breathe. do anything. She just has when to. When she was doing the party it. dance, I was like, I she, live she for Mary. I live <laughs> for Mary. Started, she's she's like started, what keeps me coming smoke back. Before Pop Smoke did the Pop Smoke. Yeah, <laughs> she is so amazing. A wild one. She's Mary what keeps me like, coming back because I'm like, what is she gonna do next? Right, and it's like yes. I want to hate her, but I can't. I can't. I know they make me. They make me want to, but I can't. She kind of gives me. Almost even like I've made this comparison before, but she has dimensions to her. So the parts of her that you know you're supposed to dislike, then you see her in another setting and you almost right. feel bad for her. And then she gives you something else and you're almost like, okay, I think I like her. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what Jennifer Aiden always did. Like she was so annoying with the 16 bathroom that you're like, I'm supposed to hate you. And then you would see her like defend her brother to her mom. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you kind of got deaf. And then you would see her with her daughter and you're like, wow, okay, you're kind of a good mom too. And then you would see her potster or something or not back down. You're like, oh, and you got a backbone. Okay, so there's layers. We mm-hmm. like a layer. I'll deal with that. So, like, there's parts of Mary that I'm probably like, oh, no. But then you almost feel bad for her in a lot of ways. And then you almost kind of stand her in even more ways. So you're just like, yeah. okay, girl. And, and it's, I honestly it's a think complicated that emotion. It's, it's a, she causes a lot of complications. And as does Lisa Barlow. But at the same time, I think that the approach Jen should have gone to me is more the Lisa approach. Lisa, to me, is a quintessential housewife. She is absolutely everything absurdist that housewives are, but she thinks that she's like maintaining it for the show. You can tell she thinks she's on her best behavior and she's being super great and you're not going to be able to think anything of her. But then like she can't turn off who she is and who she is is ridiculous. So you're just like, I'm sorry, what? What did you just say? I'm like, a very big Lisa like, fan, especially when she said me that she took too. that Rolex, and, that Rolex <laughs> and threw it out of the car. And he was going to find that Rolex child. I'm like, oh, yes, Lisa, come on. <laughs> when when she it. started to cry because she's too perfect, she was like, my <laughs> issue is that I just, I work. I don't know why I'm crying. I work so hard. She and had I the candy. so much of myself. Like, hello? And then she tells, she's like, I'm going to show my son driving. It's a totally normal day. And then she goes, okay, yeah, you did it. And I bet you she did not think that anyone would think anything of her asking her son to run into the store to get her a 44-ounce Diet Coke with a light on ice with lemon. Where does, what gas station do you go to that got lemon wedges? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. Not Wawa, I guess in, in Park City, in Park City, Utah. Park, they most someone have from Utah, let me know. Do y'all have lemon wedges at your gas station? Immediately, <laughs> like, that was my first thought as well. I was like, wait, what? What? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's one of the gas stations. Those ones yeah, that like. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I was going to say. Out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I can take to Wendy's or something. But do you want open lemons at a gas station? I don't, I don't trust. I don't even trust I restaurant lemons. I know, no less gas station. Some, some of them are nice. Oh, and like, her, I, I her know husband. when you're traveling up north. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, and so what do we think? Do y'all, yeah. did she prepare you for this interview? And he was like, I cannot confirm or deny. And He's I was like, he was really like, Lisa is a great boss. I love her being my boss. She's great. You know, Lisa's in the background like, okay, just make sure. Like, mouthing it. Like, don't and give she goes, did she prepare you for this? And he's like, don't get me in trouble. I, don't I like that he's getting it. a solo confessional. 
And you know what I'm liking seeing less of? Like, I don't think that Brooks needs a solo confessional. I like seeing him. I like seeing him in the show and just in the show. But as far as I find him too wound up, he's a little wound too tight for me. Mm. And I'm like, I don't like him. You are like 20. (laughs) He's 20. Probably. Literally 20. You're okay. I'm like, you're 20 something cute and giving me gay vibes. So why aren't you fun? Have fun. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, I didn't so want to see that woman's vagina. You didn't. Like, there's, you weren't even on that side. Even I know that. And like, even <laughs> 14 take. Like, calm down. That woman's but not what's a big home. deal? Like, calm yeah, down. Yeah, he's being such a brat. It's like, it's you're not, not even into them. Calm down. I would right. just be so psyched that my mom's doing this shit. I would be like, let's turn right. the fuck up. Seriously, no. welcome. you got your clothing line featured on the Real Housewives <laughs> exactly. franchise. Because you got people something are to buying say. those tracks. They're buying it. The they really are. Bronwyn just, was like, just wearing it at the re- for the reunion prep. Bronwyn was just wearing it to prep for the OC reunion. Yeah, she was I saw that. His name. I was like, why? It's, I know. it's, it's, it's literally Gucci with Brooks on it. It like, is. What are you, just... Mark by Mark Jacobs, writing your name <laughs> on everything? What do oh we think? God. I'm dying to know what we think about Heather and the brother because I've been waiting <laughs> to talk about that. Heather got mm. missing, and I heard on Watch What Happens Live that she showed up to breakfast with the guy that she left the party with. And I'm like, gone, Heather. I mean, oh. she says that's what she's looking for, so it looked like she found it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, she don't said fetishize she likes us the now. In the blacks. Don't uh, fetishize, honey. She kind of did already. Yeah, okay. She said that yeah, she, she yeah. got kicked and you out. Know, you know everything from the she was mark. into, everything she's into are things that the Mormon Church wasn't into, which was rap music, hom- mm-hmm. uh, homosexuals, and black people. She mm-hmm. said it in the first episode. I was, I was like, like, okay. Oh. I'm, 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 I'm okay. put you on notice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, put you a on lot notice. of people have put her on notice, apparently. Yes. Like, but a lot of people go so hard for her. They're like, oh, she's so relatable. I love her cankles moment. I'm like, yeah, but let's not forget what she said, episode one. She's straddling the fence. Like, bitch, are you racist and homophobic or are you not? Which one is it? But are you obsessed, obsessed with black man? Why are We're you obsessed with black man? She gives me, I'm not going to lie, she gives me a little season one Leanne vibes where Leanne was deeply needed for so many of those seasons and even the girls went up for her like oh my god we kind of love Leanne like she's mm-hmm. funny she stands she's relatable she gives us like she's mm-hmm. calling them out she's the Greek chorus and yeah. then you're like oh but then some things came full circle right because she thinks the way she thinks and then absolutely you're like, oh. absolutely and then you feel ashamed liking her so I just say to all the girls who love Heather I get what you're saying get what we're saying like exactly. I see it I exactly. get the relatability that came totally. That's funny. I liked her flirting. I get that she wants back in. She didn't want a divorce. I see exactly why they casted her. Just mm-hmm. keep, keep your eyes peeled because then y'all going to be, you know, showing Y'all going to act shocked when you catch doing, her saying something right. about uh, why she likes black men. Some bullshit, racist shit she's going to say. I know I mean, it's she coming. She pretty much said that she left the Mormon or she couldn't be in the Mormon church <laughs> because she likes black men. I'm like, huh? And see, to me, that gave me the same dog whistle as Kelly Dodd's yes. TMZ interview of, I don't, uh, you think I like black guys? I don't like black guys. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what, uh, hold up. Why do we keep saying like, there's just like one little entity of a thing? Right. Like, it's like exactly. ice cream. It's right. not a flavor of ice cream. Yes. Like, that's not what that is. It's not I like, oh, I made a choice. Exactly. Like, uh, that's exactly it. Because she knows like the time that we're going through right now. And I think maybe she's trying too, way too hard to like she make is. that a thing. But yes, I don't like think she just be herself. Yeah. When she said that she liked Jen because she thought that Jen was she was black. black. Right. Okay. I love that. Like that is that supposed to impress us? Like, oh my god, I'm so impressed. Like, like I was just confused. for liking black people. Right. <laughs> I was confused. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah. I want it to be, okay, listen, I want it to be mad about it, but then I'm like, Mary is also perpetrating that bullshit too because yes. mary mary is very much you know sadiddy and loving comment yeah and like no mary, mary has internalized to... racism and that doesn't like, see literally yeah. Yeah. but to me but it's I it's not to her own doing it's like a survival <laughs> i think would you say money be, i said two things can be true at once heather can absolutely right. be i just think 
the girls will be disappointed. At some point, yeah. she's going to disappoint. And I think that her mouth, it, it might get her in trouble. And not, it, it, it's different because Mary's is internalized racism. Heather has power. And that's always been the thing. Black people can absolutely be racist. To, mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, to, I have people. a whole family full of people who don't like each other. There are mm-hmm. other people, all the things. And mm-hmm. then then you have a Heather who not only is powerful because she's a white woman in America, she literally comes from royalty in that community. And her mm-hmm. biggest downfall to her detriment was that she likes Black people, rap music, and gay people. Mm-hmm. That made her <laughs> disappointment to them. I'm like, right. okay. Because she knows how she was bred and raised. And yeah. as does Jen. And Jen said the same thing, episode one, that she was like, oh, come to the Mormon side. And her husband was like, oh, honey. <laughs> you yeah, didn't know? Like mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know. So she dropped it. Heather didn't. She was forced out of it. So... That is and that's what we have to remember so that much. she was forced out of it. It was involuntary. Back in that's a good point. If her husband came back tomorrow, she'd be like, Check, "Oh, absolutely, God. let's do this." Yeah, one. that's another thing that I feel like she's not. She's not over it. Like she wants to pretend that oh, she's going to move on, and she wants. She's a party girl, and she wants to do everything that she wasn't able to do before. But in reality, I think that she does want to be a good little Mormon again and be married and have that yeah. family unit and everything. Because Meredith is like, I'm on my first ticket out of here. I want out the marriage. Did oh, yeah, she's done. Shopping bag. I would Meredith, like to get a U-Haul. Oh, my God, yes. Let's talk about Meredith. <laughs> Meredith was <laughs> not having it. Like, her husband was full-on boo-hooing, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I think we just need her space. I think we just need her space. She's like, I'm not moving to no damn Ohio. Like, <laughs> everything is here. I would, I don't, I I, but I get it because it's like women all the time. It's either for your husband or your kids. You do things for it. And like when your kids grow up, it's time to live for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then he mm-hmm. wants her to move away again when she has shit popping there. And especially now that she has housewives, you think that she's really going to up and move so, to Ohio? For your hundred no, that's employees, not happening. Like, that's not happening. Shout out to your business being successful, boo. But like, <laughs> hello, now I am a brand. Meredith right. Marks is a name. Hello. Mm-hmm. And how, her husband pissed me off when he was like, I would do it for you. And I was like, I don't know if that's no. true because you're not. You're literally no. not doing it for because her. he like, literally like, made her uproot her life multiple times. So it's like the one time that she can, you know, stay where she needs to be and mm-hmm. be a boss. You want her to up and move and then like get mad about like the state of your marriage. Like, come on, like there has to be some give and take. Yeah. Do y'all think she has a boyfriend? Like the internet stink. Um, I think she has somebody that's occupying her time. I wouldn't necessarily call it a boyfriend. Okay, occupying my time. <laughs> that is the new friend. That's what I call it. I have someone occupying. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you know, you're uh, ringing the phone a little bit. That on the merch, y'all heard it here first. They're gonna put that on the merch. I'm gonna speak into existence every time y'all drop new merch. I'm gonna be like, Where's occupying my time? (laughs) (laughs) She's occupying my time. Y'all know the read, like, break up with him, break up with her. That's exactly what it is. You need to be like, She's occupying my time. Some people are reclaiming their time, and some people are occupying their time. And you know what? That is so merited. That she gives me the vibe of. Someone yes, she does. She's entertaining someone. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Boss. it's she's not a fool. You can tell. You know, it's it's flirting. He probably has to do all this shit to even be with her. Like, even take it to the next yeah. level. I would. Mm-hmm. She's think. very much in charge. Yeah, <laughs> she's my second favorite. Like Mary, I'm obsessed with Mary, and then after Mary is Meredith. I love Mary. No, mine is Lisa and then Mary, <laughs> hands Sorry. down. I love Lisa and Mary, and then. Whitney because her confessionals are wild. She's cool. She's she's cute too. She always flattens some shit past me. She just like always just boobs are full out and it's like yeah they my cousins used to hide the wives in the basement. I'm sorry, back it up. (laughs) I need a full explanation. I want a documentation of all the things she says and I want to explain it the (laughs) reason. But the thing that she's saying is like this is exactly what I'm imagining Utah like. That's the only that's why I want more Whitney is the only one who's giving me my stereotypical Utah. Like you have incest, you have like Mm -hmm. like 
like all these swinger things you have like and i hear she's like deep in the mlms like the multi-level marketing which is also giving me utah that's utah vibes it's very and she's like quintessential utah and i'm into it like who throws an extravagant birthday for their husband's 52nd that's that's i know that's so random (laughs) that's such a random year and she had like little john and post malone i was like excuse me girl Um, watch what happens live. Oh, That's when I that knew I the married mm-hmm. flash bangs. <laughs> no, girl, you didn't you hear we're not supposed to be doing bangs in 2020 because it's a sign of distress. <laughs> She's like, nope, and we're gonna bump it. Literally, so, not the bangs. <laughs> we have no. um, Maloney, Baloney, and Lala Shakur make um a cameo that I feel like it was completely unnecessary because it kind of like yeah. it, it, it they didn't give me anything like it was, like, it was they, they gave you a one together oh wait sorry I'm thinking no, something else sorry yeah, no, I'm thinking about cameo on, yeah they were no on, no no I saw that I thought you were saying that they I was like you paid them bitches to give you a cameo no, no, I was like what no no yes yeah no it definitely was like why are they here it was like you blink and they're gone us in to Salt Lake City this and little they, they gave know, us nothing. Salt Lake City was now advertising for Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I was like, oh, I forgot yeah, about them. They, right. they actually, I think what happened was they didn't know how people would receive Salt Lake City, so they wanted yeah. to see some familiar faces. But this blew yeah, up. Yeah, and this they was wanted that poll. So good that it was like we didn't need them. It was so pointless. Kind of like yeah. how they bring the Married to Medicine to Married to Medicine LA to like spice No, because we actually but like... But to be honest, I like that because Dr. Imani is friends with like half the cast or mm-hmm. Dr. Contessa oh, is like friends with like half of the half of the LA cast. And then I love seeing Toya's very bougetto country ass out I LA. heard that. <laughs> I heard LA got canceled. I There's did too. In LA. I, yeah. I, I think it should. I didn't really enjoy it that you much. You did? I liked I it, but I think yesterday. it needed time. Yes. I, oh my God. Right. No. Woo! I, I no! like Mary. Yeah. You don't like it either? LA sucks. I didn't enjoy it. Dr. Brady and her husband are the prettiest people on television. I love those people. I'm going to hold my thoughts. I'm not going to get too excited. I'm going to hold my thoughts until it's I want to say, I had I had a sense. So I took a hosting class in LA yeah. and Britain was in the class. And really? I, I I thought like, hmm, this bitch is really trying to get a coin. She's hustling hard. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, what, what's going on with this? I didn't want to ask her. You know what right. I mean? But like, she never really, it seemed like she was trying to get other gigs going. Like she's like trying to learn how to host and do panels I like stuff. Britain, but I just, yeah, I, I do like her. Some of the members, they could like maybe add to the regular Married to Medicine and just call it a day. But yeah, I don't want to see some of them not gonna leave. They not gonna leave that LA life. Yeah. They into it. They in deep. I could understand yeah. that. I heard it was like an Atlanta alarm. Is... It was like an alarm at BravoCon that who what, the cast that you saw there that mm. were not the ones who weren't there are not coming. Mm. They're not coming back, which is what sparked the original New Orleans rumors that they were going to get canceled until the pandemic happened. So now I'm hoping that they're going to bring them back. And I've I hope so too. had some positive movement with some certain people <laughs> who have clapped in my day of like respond. They've reacted with the hand clapping emoji when I'm like, bring it back. And yes. they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, yes. so is that a But what, like, so many of us are pushing for it. it to come back. And it would be stupid of them not to, especially considering the original Southern Charm doing what it do. Like, yeah. we have literally Kristen Cavallari trying to get on Southern Charm. Goodbye. Let's is, just bring if back. They just let all of them go. Because if they cancel Charleston, they might just be like, the, the franchise is dead. I would hope not. Hopefully. Because Savannah like, been gone. And they I never tried to remember again Savannah. Savannah yeah. can go. I remember they, they, got, they, they should have gotten in a lot more trouble than they did. And they're lucky they didn't make it to 2020 because we read a lot of their asses for sale. Those things were not, some of the things I remember being like, I know I let y'all get away with a lot, but this thing wrong. This is not good. This is <laughs> That's bad. how I feel about like looking back on the original Southern Charm when they were they used to host mm-hmm. parties at the plantation, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this feels no. weird. This oh, bad. Yeah, let's they not opened do that. Savannah with like, you know, Savannah has a really dark and haunted history, and it's like a <laughs> they like cut to like a plaque of like something slave related. Oh, this mm-hmm. is not haunted. This is this bad. is racist. This is racist. Dumb. Racism isn't haunting, honey. It's for your life, very present. Right. In your town. In your town. <laughs> so, 
I'm very worried about that. But yeah, they said that the alarm was that, like, if you didn't see them there, then they probably aren't coming back. And that rumor started because Shaw's was there and they had never announced they're coming back at all until mm. but they were invited to BravoCon with no definitive date. Like, mm-hmm. they, they just knew they were going to renew them. So they didn't know when, but they invited all of them. And I was like, God damn it. I didn't want them. I didn't need them. I'm still I very much here them. for Shaw's. I'm here for Shaw's. Because really? I like Even to see the growth. Season? Yeah, I liked it. I like the, I, because <laughs> I hate that, that MJ and, you know, Reza are where they are. It was, it got too far. But I just oh, like that the dynamics. Back together now. They are. Yeah, they are. Be mad again. The dynamics are like changing. Now Gigi has a baby. I heard that the girl, what's up, the eyelashes, Lily lashes, Lily Galici. <laughs> I heard that she's coming back. So okay, that's why I'm, I'm very I'm much here for Shaz. Yeah, I, I like Lily. Lily. Yeah, I like her. I love Lily. I love she Lily. was like a bajillionaire. She like left and came up. Yeah. She, she exactly. grew up. She like got a she got married, had a baby, got a divorce, was on a private jet, got like yeah. engaged. I was like, damn. I didn't really? even know that she was on Shaw the Sunset. I'm just like, wait, this is the bitch with the eyelashes? Like yeah and then i'm like oh my god it's like oh my god yeah i'll never forget Reza was like i want to skin her and wear her like a suit i was like i feel that but i feel it like she's a lawyer too she's a lawyer like a whole lawyer she's a she's a little barbie lawyer so cute she had the biggest hair ever right and she's from from texas i know because she's from texas and a goal like i like her and i I would love her back so now you know okay fine i'm in Yes, so Mike let's bring back Mike Charles can go, Sunset. but I'm I'm back with it. You've convinced me, Kai. You, you're an influencer. Hire her. Listen, she will market for the girls. I trust and believe, and I will mean I will mean my life off. Can we take a moment <laughs> to talk about Miss Erica Jane? What the hell? I've been dying to oh ask you guys. This is going to be the la- this is the last part of the Bravo portion of the podcast. What do we think about Erica Jane and Tom Girardi? Do you think that she was in on it? Do you think that he was cheating recently? When we think about the screenshots, what is your conspiracy theory? What do you think happened? I want to know. I want to know y'all thoughts. (laughs) Go ahead, Monty. Yeah. You look stressed there. (laughs) Monty has something to say. Yeah, it's boiling boiling up. (laughs) I have had three lawyers contact me. Mm-hmm. And they are like, oh, honey, I've been deep in the filings. And she, this is bad. And she is in it. Like, oh. so I think the initial confusion started when um, the whole thing came out that she was like listed as a secretary. secretary. Yeah. And they were like, Erica Jane, a secretary, what? And they were, a lot of, two corporate lawyers were like, so girl, that doesn't mean what you think it means. It does not mean she was filing things and answering calls. Shout out to all the secretaries out there. Y'all do a hard job. Love y'all. But it means that for his corporation, she's an officer. So she's not just signing things that he tells her to sign. She was like involved in his business dealings. So that corporation, she is an officer of it. And the taxes and the filing, she's getting the benefits, like all of it. So she's not just signing things at the kitchen table as like a co-owner or like, you know, this is just my LLC. And he was funneling all this money through Erica Girardi LLC, like the EJ or whatever. And I'm like, this is bad. And they're like, oh no, honey, this Mm -hmm. is bad. They're reading it like this is really, really bad. Okay, so how do you think it is compared to the Teresa and Joe? That's what I was just going to say. It it seems like I think Teresa's just dumb. This is worse. This is worse, I think Erica's fully, she was fully Balls deep. aware of yeah. what it was and i honestly my conspiracy theory is that that's why she used to thank tom like every single episode every season i'm just so grateful for him like he's just so supportive of me and everything because she was probably just like i just need a little bit more and i'll and it's gonna pay off like i'm so close like i'm so there i just need a little bit of more time and i think that he was he was holding off and doing what he could to keep up with the joneses for her so that she could get that publicity and things like that. But I've had many people tell me that it never took off. I know three people personally in my life that went to her shows and was like, it was never sold out. That's why you didn't see it on TV. Like it was just, it never fully took off the way it should have. And Beverly Hills, the show didn't help the way it could have with the amount of debt they had already been in at that point. So like Beverly Hills was like her saving grace. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they were already in the hole. Like, so when they started Beverly Hills, they were already broke. Like, they were already just like exhausted from trying to fund her career. He said at one point he had between fifty and eighty million dollars. If you don't know the difference between those two, because you have that much money, and one day you know you have none of it. So if you are comfortably sitting between fifty and eighty million, and one day you just know you don't have that, (laughs) you are broke. And that's and and that has nothing. I mean, she was paying the glams for like forty to one hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, like oh what my god, what do you think, Sasha? I think that she was very much involved, Ooh. and I think that the whole thing with the text, I definitely think it was a distraction because you guys saw those texts were like from what two, somebody said they were from 2005 or something, 2011, 2016 was the last time that this like July 6th fell on and in 2011 yeah, she, also. And then I know okay. I was following Tracy Morrissey and she's yeah. talking about the um the way that you know it, it was a keypad. Yes. Yeah. So it could either be 2011 or 2016. Yeah, and they were saying like July 6th has only happened in two different years. Mm-hmm. One of those. And it's like but why either way it's irrelevant posted that and then deleted that like what did that get her because it made me just more suspicious yeah if anything like, she needs to make it seem like her claims of filing for divorce are real that's just the so i used to work i come from a lot of family attorneys and that was fucking my original career and i couldn't stomach it that's basically what happened but somehow i can stomach bravo i don't know um <laughs> but uh, they, they just they need to make it so like you're not wasting the court's time for one, but they need to make it seem like her her filing has merit. So like I'm filing for divorce and not because I want to take the money, though that's what he's getting accused for. And now she's being sued for it too. Uh, I'm doing it because he genuinely he upset me and I am hurt. Right. And I, girl, we if for you if you think we believe that at a 40 year age difference, y'all did not have no arrangements. I please. We're not that dumb. I watched you answer that question when Garcelle was like, so how's the sex? And she My was husband like, is 76. Uh, it's it's such a right, you know. Like, I know uh-huh. you were getting it elsewhere and you were letting him get it elsewhere. So Ooh. please, on that one. So <laughs> she just wanted us to believe Damn. that she had a real reason to divorce this man and it wasn't to make sure that he could funnel the money oh, to her account. Man. Wow. That shit was so I can't. Stupid. She did this to herself. The judges are on so her head. So, do now. we think that she's going to prison? That's what yes. I want to know. You think so? Oh, yes. no! oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 from the lawyer standpoint, they're like, honey, I'm even like, yeah, she about, she might go. She might do the time. If Teresa did the time for signing checks and not knowing what she was signing, Erica's going to do the time for being an officer. I really believe that she's going to do something. This is the longer scene. Wow. <laughs> this is going to become Such a trend on the housewife. Right? Like, I had to cover up. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, listen. If Aunt, Becky, if Aunt Becky goes to jail for two weeks we just for just giving a check, right. Right. I would basically give a check to somebody okay, else no for more. doing the, the, the criminal shit. This but is going to become a trend on the housewives, was, the great fall of the housewives. Mm-hmm. Erica was doing crimes, allegedly. What you want? Oh, my God. Well, I, it's just like, I like her. I like her. I like her, but you know, obviously, the whole thing with the meme page definitely nice. rubbed me wrong. Like that was nasty as fuck. Yeah, but, but I don't want to see her go being to, so nasty because she's go going to, to yeah, jail. Exactly, she knew that this was about to go maybe down. She can do some prison Broadway or some shit. But then, then I feel like first of all, Roxy Hart did go to jail in Chicago, <laughs> so she's really yeah. embodying. The and then I feel like at the mm-hmm. same time, as as bad as I want to hypothetically feel, I feel like black people go to jail for less all the time. So it's like I kind I kind of have yeah. a hard time feeling yeah. bad. Yeah. For what did Jamie say to that little girl? You're a millionaire. Okay. Why are you <laughs> doing this all the time on Red Table Talk? Jamie told that girl, "We, you won't be uh, all right." Yeah. Okay. She was yeah. not having it. She didn't even want She was like, "I don't want you here." Erica will have her spot safe. I believe full stop. The way Teresa did. I think they will stop a season just like they did for Teresa. They will wait just like they did for Teresa and they will have her right on back and she will hold that metal diamond with the promise that she actually talked about her experience. I and think I think this. she will. 
I think I I actually can see Erica in jail, like her personality. But legit, <laughs> look, she has like a gutter bitch personality. She's like, I'm from oh, Georgia, no. I'm from the South. We do this, and it's like, yeah, obviously she looks pretty, she's styled nicely, she <laughs> wants to be an actress, but I can see her as running the fucking block. Like, but, but I do can't you believe see you them, said I can see her like, personality in jail? Her? <laughs> Not stopping the show. They're they're the show that part I don't on. see. But yeah, I don't see them pausing it. I don't, know, I don't see them pausing. I, the only I think they will continue but bring her back. They don't know yeah. what to do without solid drama. I right. don't think they even wanted her on this season. I think they really did want Kathy. She, she did it. And they, I think they were going to demote her. There were so many rumors that she was going to get demoted. And I think they were going to. And Kathy didn't come through. And the person that I know for a fact they were definitely trying to get who would have been a much better get didn't come through. And they then Jana Kramer went on the internet talking about, like, oh, yeah, they're in talks with me. I'm like, if you're going to Tennessee for Beverly Hills, you have nothing. But a house I'm going to jail for embezzlement, you have something. Embezzled. Embezzled. And less Kyle ready to talk about this husband of hers, I think they're going to wait for EJ to get out the plank. Oh, absolutely. Wow. And you know what? Best of luck to her. But um, yeah. but she'll be okay in jail. Yeah. Yeah, we can I see her. And then life will go on. She'll get out of jail, get back on the show. Mm-hmm. And like, Teresa going to jail seems like it was like old news. Like nobody talks about that shit. They talk about the shit she's doing now. It keeps going. Yeah. You know? just want to know about her it new boyfriend. So and like, that's literally it. That's it. Yeah. All we're I want on is a, a moment with Andy asking Erica, like he did Teresa, like, are you going to vote for Trump? And she goes, absolutely. And then he goes, can you vote? She goes, oh, wait, I don't know. Can <laughs> I? Let's do her publicist. And the publicist says, no, she goes, oh, I guess I can't. And I was like, Andy set you up. This is how you went to jail. Yeah. This is how you went to jail. <laughs> yep. And I Dumb as hell. She's not smart at all, Teresa. But Erica's smarter no. than Teresa. So that's why I'm like that's surprised that she, she got herself. That's, yeah. And your, uh, your, 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 yeah. your son is the motherfucking police. And you out here Oh, my God, I know. Ooh, imagine if her son has <laughs> to arrest her. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, embezzle. Mm. <laughs> Maybe okay. she shouldn't have embezzled. We talk about embezzle. We're gonna wrap up the Bravo podcast, but I'm gonna leave you guys with this question: If you had to have a cellmate in jail, who would? What housewife would you pick? Of all of them? Yeah, out of any any. Oh, housewife. Portia. I was, okay. I was rolling up to the Kentucky jail, and I saw Portia in there. Oh, that's a good choice. This is gonna be all right. (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna be so bad. She's both funny and she's freeing the people. So right, yeah. Just (laughs) and maybe like like, because there's different people that I need for different things. You know, I feel like I could have like cellmate. You don't get like oh yeah, that's right, right. Who would I? I mean, maybe Sonia. Sonia seems like she'd be a good time. She wouldn't. She'd be carefree. Lose her mind. She'd be drinking the prison (laughs) She would. She would. She would absolutely. She would make me not feel so bad about myself because I'd be like, okay, well, this bitch is wasted and hungover, and she's definitely not hanging on, (laughs) and I'll just be over here getting a little bit. She will. She (laughs) She would absolutely be. (laughs) Yo, Sonya would be a mess. (laughs) Like at least I haven't hit that bottom. (laughs) (laughs) A good marker of where you are on the scale. Exactly. What about about y'all? Um, I would definitely pick Portia also because she's just fun. Like I feel like we would have fun, Mm -hmm. and then it'll make time fly by. Mm-hmm. I'd say Nene. Okay, that was gonna be my that's second a one. one. That's a good yeah. one. That's yeah. a good one. Because Nene will read them guards. She's entertaining <laughs> as hell. <laughs> she <laughs> absolutely is. Nene she would not let anyone. Even though she would like trade on me, probably the third <laughs> night or fourth night. <laughs> you gotta survive in jail, man. Child, no. that's what you gotta do. Exactly. Nene will be running that joint. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining us for the Bravo Wild Black podcast. Please follow Sasha at the Bravo Breakdown. Please follow Moni at Mixing with Moni. And we will probably like talk to you guys either after Christmas. I might do a special podcast for my birthday. I don't know. Look out for this. Thank you guys for joining us. And we are about to switch over and go to Patreon after we stop this recording. That was our interview with Moni from Mixing with Moni and Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown. We had so much fun um, and we want to show you guys our appreciation by giving you an exclusive two minute clip of our interview with Ashley Darby from Housewives of Potomac. We hope you guys enjoy. Um, Honestly, I probably would have stuck to hospitality and I probably would have been more involved in my restaurant and 
probably would have expanded and had more restaurants. But ultimately, um, I just, I didn't feel as passionate about hospitality after becoming a public figure. And I like doing speaking engagements. I like being in the public eye. So the hospitality industry just kind of took a back seat, but it would have been at the forefront of what I was doing if I hadn't become a housewife. Yeah, because you were definitely mm-hmm. in your element at Oz. Like, especially, I think you guys, didn't you put on like, you had like luncheons and you put yeah. on like performances, I think. And then actually I saw something, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I'm so glad I remembered. Like um, a fan page did like a cute question, like, oh, what about one of your housewives experiences? And someone said they went to Oz and like they saw you and their purse was on the ground. And then you were, you picked up their purse and you're like, you can't have your purse on the ground. And you're, you're really nice to them. And I'm like, that ah. definitely sounds like Ashley. <laughs> That's someone with the black mama because you can't put your you purse know it. on the ground because you're going to go broke. Like, you guys, exactly right. I'm like, I know that definitely is true. Yes, yes. And I actually said that to quite a few people at the restaurant because <laughs> like even if even if what there's not a lot it? of space, you gotta make room for the bag. You yeah. you make you put it behind you, you yes. hang it on the chair, you do what you need to do because you don't wanna be Poe by having your bag on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> don't do it. My mom will literally see me put my purse like it would it won't even be on the floor. It'll be like on the freaking table and she's like, Listen, put it close to you. <laughs> Make sure it's near you. You need to raise that up. And then she's also another superstition, a weird superstition. She's like, don't let strangers whisper, not whisper, um, whistle in your house because it's going to whistle all the food out. And I'm like, wow. Anytime someone whistles, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, not in here. Like, I just bought bought $100 worth of groceries at Publix. And it needs to last. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my. I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Well, that was a two-minute clip of our exclusive Patreon interview with Ashley Darby. Please subscribe to our Patreon if you are interested in hearing the full interview. And thanks for listening.